And now, it's time for the Shake and Blake Show live on Wildcat 91.9. I love it. Say it one more time. Shake and Blake! Does that feel good? Yeah. It rhymes. They're both verbs. Awesome. Blake Crawford. It's not very often that you have a National Player of the Year candidate wearing the purple and white. John Grove. It just felt like he could do nothing wrong with the ball in his hands. Bring you all things K-State sports and even more. And it's shaking big time. I'm honestly just, I, 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 I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm cheering for Chattanooga so badly right now. I, John, do we have time for an intro? I mean, there's so much going on that I don't know if we can really even get an intro in. I mean, could we get a how are you, John, first? We, we just had to have a strong appearance first. I mean, you know, you know it's like every Friday night we got to come yeah. in bold. Well, I mean, welcome everybody into the Shake and Blake Show. My name is Blake Crawford alongside John Grove as always. It's been a few weeks since we've been here, John. And if you're wondering, like, where have you guys been? I mean, we've been all over Spotify, John. We've been crushing it in the content game. So if you haven't checked us out on Twitter at Shake and Blake 312, check us out on Spotify or the other eight platforms. We're on as well, Shake and Blake. Uh, I think we're doing the right things, John. We just got to get there. Um, so yeah, and uh, you know, make sure you take our first two Sporco quizzes because tonight we're doing round three of trivia. Round John, three. how you feeling? How you feeling? Twenty five sitting on twenty five mil. I'm not going to lie. When he said uh, during like before the show, you gave me a hint. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's just a that's just crowd noise. And then he then he gave a second hit with with Gus Johnson's uh, one of it one of his calls during March Madness. And I'm like, oh okay, I, I think I, I think I'm ready for it. So. Yeah, we got we got um, eight ba- basketball questions, oh, six man. of which are March Madness related. Here we go, I, I, John. I think I've set you up for success in these. I think you're going to crush these. And then we got some five football questions, so thirteen in total. Um, we'll probably spend the last 20 minutes of the show doing that. Before that, we're going to hit on some March Madness update, you guys, so that way you don't have to look at your phone and drive. Um, you can thank us later. We'll talk a little women's basketball preview of their matchup tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. ESPN2 against Washington State, as well as the baseball team who is playing right at, now. at this very moment against Moorhead State. Talk a little bit about the uh, Omaha game as well, but a five-game winning streak for them. But first of all, John, let's get, let's get oh right to March Madness. How about we uh, update some scores first? Um, Illinois Chattanooga just went to commercial break, but I believe Chattanooga was up like nine to three last time I checked. I haven't updated it on ESPN. Um, I believe Texas went. Did Texas go final against Virginia Tech? Uh, yeah, Texas eighty-one, Virginia Tech seventy-three. A lot of people have Virginia Tech winning, and I did too. But Chris Beard actually doing some good things for Texas <laughs> in March it's, for once. It's crazy. Uh, Dude, it's 12-3 Chattanooga after oh my. one timeout. Oh, John, can you feel the madness? Can I you? can feel the madness oh. and possibly some more foreshadowing uh, in the future. <laughs> are we so, going? Are oh we, my god! Are we going undercover again? <laughs> yeah. uh, we might have to, Blake. We we, we might have to. We're transform into an, a a fighting Illini podcast and oh, and just start ranting. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, what is the move, K State Twitter? We'll we'll have to follow their lead on that. But I mean, John, let's talk about yesterday's game because the first half were kind of meh. You had that Richmond-Iowa game, which was really good. couple of tough calls um, for Iowa. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, with that missed three, uh, foul in the three, maybe an and one that could have gone the way of Iowa. But I think those latter half games are really worth talking about, John. But, I mean, what comes to your mind first from uh, yesterday's round of March Madness? Well, I'm going to start off with that Richmond-Iowa game. Uh, and just with Iowa struggles in the NCAA tournament, the loss uh, to Richmond continues. 
uh, a, a long streak for Iowa head coach Ram McCaffrey. Uh, his teams have made 11 NCAA tournament appearances and have never made the Sweet 16. Uh, Iowa's one of the highest scoring teams over the course of a season, averaged 84 points per game. But Richmond controlled the tempo throughout the contest and locked down on Iowa shooters for sure. It was, it was a defensive, uh, it was a defensive battle uh, here and there, especially in the paint. Uh, oh, you raise your hands. Oh, well, Chattanooga's I mean, Chattanooga just hit a nice little backdoor pass. I got this pulled up on my computer right now. Fourteen to three lead. I'm, 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 I'm hoping for some Middle Tennessee, Michigan State vibes. From, yeah, from that, but. Uh, overall, big win for big win for Richmond. But uh, uh, what what would we be doing here? Not talking about uh, or making fun of uh, John Calipari and Kentucky basketball. You know, it's just it's it's one of the the th- one of the many things that makes March March Madness grace. Besides the twelve hours plus of basketball, is usually every year you see a blue blood go down, and this year it happened to be Kentucky. I mean, the St. <laughs> Peter's Peacocks—they've done it. I mean, John. Before we talk about it, uh, I just put together, you know, a little bit of a thirty-second some of the clip plays from uh, Eddard. His clutch three in regulation to put them a one-point lead. The three in overtime as well to give them to tie it. And then I believe Casey Nadefo's uh, layup. And then you know, Ian Eagle, obviously the goat, gives a great call at the end as well. So here that is nine to shoot. Watch by Wheeler. Eddard. Kaboom! A three. Eddard just made the big three. The drive. Push shot. Oh! Rolls in! Basket if you can find it. Eddard, jumper. Yes, sir! Brooks hands it for Lee. Bounce. Nadefo. Oh, pretty, pretty. Gives it up. Drame with the deuce. You can feel the madness. St. Peter's pulls off the upset. Kaboom. <laughs> I, that's a that's that's something I haven't heard in a in a long while. Um but man, St. Peter's, uh, nobody, no, nobody saw this coming. Uh, they're a mid-major, uh, they're a mid-major from Jersey City, New Jersey. I, I, I guarantee you, nobody in the New York market would be talking about them after uh, un- until last night happened. Uh, they, they had no business being in the tournament, as, especially when Iona looked to be the heavy favorite uh, out of the MAAC. Uh, but man, this this is gonna go down as one of the biggest upset losses in Kentucky history and John Calipari's tenure. Uh, it's his first round loss since taking over the Kentucky program in 2009. Huge win for St. Peter's. Dar- Daryl Banks for third. He carried the Peacocks uh, offensively with the upset, finishing with 27 points uh, off of five three pointers. Uh, Banks three throws with 145 left gave St. Peter's a 77-76 edge in overtime. But oh, but uh, St. But the junior guard Doug Eddard, 20 points off the bench. Mm. He was arguably the best uh, best star of the game with his playmaking and crunch time. Uh, his three pointer with 241 left in overtime made a 75 all. Uh, with the Peacocks needing a basket to regain momentum. And then at the end of regulation, uh, Eater uh, comes up clutch. His runner with 21 seconds uh, left tied it all at 71 just to force overtime. And and his uh, three-pointer at the top of a key with 118 left uh, gave the Peacocks a momentum uh, momentous uh, 69-68 lead. Uh, and then their guard, Matthew Lee, made two clutch free throws with 22 seconds left to Really sealed the game. That was just a fantastic game. A lot of respect. 
this is the St. Peter's program. They only made the uh, tournament once uh, prior to this season, and their third assistant coach was not a full was not a full time coach, and he was only credited to coaching by the by the Air Force. That tells you where where the state of the St. Peter's program is, and to beat a perennial power like Kentucky with the amount of talent they always get that's that might be bigger than UMBC beating Virginia yeah I mean it really was I mean you have to mention Kentucky one they started one for six on the free throw line in overtime they could not hit their free throws they had the chance to just blow that game wide open in overtime I mean obviously when you go to overtime in a 215 matchup you get really worried if you're hoping for the 15 just because you know eventually the longer the game goes on the the wider the talent gap becomes apparent but, I mean, Kentucky, they lost that game, really, with how they blew those free throws. They had that three-point lead. Eddard's three really kind of flipped the switch for them because you could feel that game start to get away from St. Peter's. But they, they made all the clutch plays that they needed, and it was kind of the middle thing in a, in a stretch of three amazing games, John. I mean, before that, you had the UConn-New Mexico State game. By the way, you know, pick New Mexico State to maybe, win. You know. Maybe perenna, maybe potential head coach uh, oh. for the Cats, maybe Chris <laughs> Jans, if things don't work with yeah, Underwood, maybe, the, maybe. The thing, the thing is, maybe. it's like he's definitely like a tier below the Underwood Tang. There's Agreed. Underwood Tang, and then yeah. there's kind of everybody else. And you have the game after that where San Diego State blows a 14 point lead, and it worked out perfectly because St. Peter's, um, Kentucky ends. You change the channel to oh, yeah. San Diego State Creighton, and, and then, then some crazy stuff happens to go to overtime. And oh, then man. you also got Murray State San Francisco going into overtime. That was. That was a, it. Was a fun day of March, Blake. Oh I my mean, gosh! I mean, obviously we had to finish with the, one of the more boring games to wrap up day one with KU. At yeah. least our mascot got ousted in a in a dance off. Yeah, I mean there were some blow. That game was a blowout from the get go. You got to give credit to KU. They they looked really good in that game, even if it's 16 seed. You know, it's still impressive yeah. to come out there. We've seen a lot of top teams really and, struggle, and for some of these teams, like the 14 for the 16s. They're not the team that you would schedule in November or December. They wanna, they wanna win. Uh, they have more, they have more fuel in themselves. You know the UC Irvine teams, the LaSalle teams that K State had to deal with. They wanted it more than K State wanted it. Uh, one of those wins a few years back. Uh, these these teams could uh, really be be deadly in March, uh, especially uh, with uh, with those teams coming off of conference championships as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, those teams are playing with house money. They usually come out with a lot of money. I mean, we saw with Georgia State against Gonzaga. Gonzaga has all the size on them, but Georgia State gets some offensive rebounds. They shoot 29% from the field. They gave, you know, but they came in only down two. I mean, they gave Gonzaga a solid 25 minutes, and then that 21 nothing run obviously sealed it, was it for them. And, 20, you know. 24 to 3, 24 to 2 run, oh my I gosh. think it was. But. Yeah, and when, then and when then Gonzaga just, had yeah. to take things seriously. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Drew Timmy went to work once uh, Georgia State's big went out, which was really unfortunate for them. But you're but there's also a lot of sleepers in the in this tournament too. You, Men, Memphis looked really good yesterday. North Carolina, yeah. Texas, honestly, they've looked pretty good. Uh, man, there's just a lot of lot of deep teams uh, in this field. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like last year where you have kind of Gonzaga, Baylor, and everybody else. I think this is a pretty wide – this is kind of anyone's game, really. Um, There's definitely a lot that could happen. I mean, you have UCLA barely squeaked by Akron. That was really scary. Um, If you didn't see on Twitter – I had Akron winning that one. Oh, really? No, just kidding. Wait. No, I thought Akron Akron was going to – 
win it, like just watching they it. They probably should have. They should have. I mean, they had a player wide open uh, at the corner when yeah. the player was driving, but a turnover uh, leading to a UCLA win. So I yeah. wanted some. I mean, imagine if that happened. Now that we we we'd be just that'd be the cream of a crop type of day for for March Madness. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just a reminder: you're listening to the Shake and Blake Show with Blake Crawford and John Grove live here on Wildcat 91.9. The dynamic Look. duo. Yeah, of course. We should go ahead and hit it, John, since we didn't hit it at the top of the show. That we uh, both filled out brackets to go against oh, each other man. on Twitter. I got. Um, if you I didn't see it at, at Shake and Blake 312. Um, and we were we said that the loser will have to do something that's going to be announced on this show, and uh, we both decided my stepmom grows these Carolina Reapers, Ugh. and um, whoever loses, which we're using ESPN's point system, I think you said, John, we're currently tied at 150. We are tied at 150. If you picked, oh, man, I don't know how the point system works. We may still be tied because if we both picked oh, Virginia Tech to beat Texas. We're, we're, but, tied, we're tied at 150 right okay. now. Uh, here, I'll take, I'll take a look at your bracket while you're kind of okay. talking yeah. more into detail. It's still about. pretty early in the game, but, yeah, the loser's going to have to eat a Carolina Reaper live on the show and probably – we may do it near the end, so that way that person, whoever may be, John, does, does, I'm just kidding, doesn't have to, you know, talk the entire hour with, uh, you know, a, you, you know, one if, of the hottest foods in the if world. If UCLA lost to Akron, your bracket would have been oh my sent gosh. back to sent back to the caveman days. I was days. seriously worried because they barely pulled that out. I mean, they really that real bad. Because I was like, I don't know. I saw KSU fan was like, I used in Ken Palm from. I was like, I'll take a look at Ken Palm, and UCLA was like eighth, and I was like, dang. Like, that's pretty solid. I mean, Houston's like five in Ken Palm, but I didn't like their – I don't know. I just thought UCLA had a pretty good route. Just like with the competition. Yeah, and I'm, all. I'm not super high on Bay. I think their injuries are going to come back to haunt them it's with, later to, in tournament it's, it's time. It's starting to look that way, especially with how North Carolina is playing as yeah. well. So. I didn't even watch the Marquette game because it was over before it even started. I mean, they were up pretty much yeah. the entire game. Maybe it was yeah. worth watching, but when the, with those other games going on, and you know, there's there's just so many options to choose from, John. Let's give let's give the Big Twelve a little bit of uh, some credit here. Yeah. Unlike a few years where they where we got a few teams out, I mean, their top teams really took care <laughs> of business, especially Texas Tech. My gosh, yeah. John, does Brett? I'm I'm showing John my screen, <laughs> and Brett Underwood is being interviewed. He doesn't look very happy. Oh, I'm sure he they're, doesn't. They're down ten. That's um, right, sixteen to six. Yeah, they, uh, they've missed eight of their last ten field goals. Um, it's hopefully, 11- they, hopefully they keep missing more, especially oh. Kofi, especially Kofi and yeah, the Kofi Coburn. Yeah, eleven uh, forty left in the first half in that one. Duke, Cal State, Fullerton has started about five minutes in. Uh, two-seeded Duke is up 13-4. to We'll see if they run away with that one. And a breakaway dunk off a turnover by Chattanooga. 18- John, oh, my gosh. We Our made- prayers have been answered. John, do we just, do we just like, screw the system, stay here for the full two hours and just live react to this game? Maybe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe. I got Speaking of live updates, oh I might have gosh. to look at the baseball ones. Yeah, you'll I mean, check- once when we hit on baseball, I'll give some, some updates. Yeah, we can check that. Baseball goes pretty slow. I mean, I don't know if you want to hit on that New Mexico State-UConn game. I thought Chris Jans coached a pretty good game. He he dialed up that really nice play with the classic, like where you screen um, from one side of the block to the other for that easy layup. Greg Marshall did that a ton, but, I mean, he just missed it. I mean, it was a pretty solid game for New Mexico State. Really scrappy, though. Both teams did not shoot the ball well. But Teddy Allen for New Mexico State, what do you have, 37 I points? I believe he had 37. I mean, oh, he was hitting some absurd shots, Their John. defense oh And their defense at times looked like they were doing pretty well against UConn. Another physical game with uh, Arkansas and Vermont. I mean, 
Arkansas won the game, but it, it was just physical all around. Vermont was not going to give him any easy opportunities. I feel like that's going to be the case uh, tomorrow with, with New Mexico State. So, I, I, I don't know. It, it's it's March. It's madness. I mean, we've seen a lot of it, Blake. I, I wish I saw more of a UConn-New Mexico State game because that would have been great, but I was too – I was – just too driven with St. Peter's at uh, last night, making a lot of Kentucky memes out of it. Oh, that was too much fun. Uh, I mean, we could break down our brackets a little bit. I just wanted to throw out our final fours. If you want to get the full bracket, make sure you go over to Shake and Blake oh, 312 and take a look. Great. I mean, so I have Gonzaga, Arizona, UCLA, Auburn. And then, John, you have Gonzaga, Arizona. We both have Arizona winning the title. They look pretty good. I had, I had Gonzaga, Kentucky. Kentucky. Arizona and Wisconsin, the Badgers. Yeah, U of KU losing to Iowa in the Sweet 16. Yes, I did have that. I mean, it's it's unfortunate, John. Um, that just why do the bracket <laughs> looks so much easier on KU's? Look, look is, at Baylor's bracket it on is the unbelievably East region. Easy. I mean, okay, you, you, Kentucky's out of the way, but you still have some really good teams in North Carolina, St. Mary's. Purdue, UCLA, uh, in yeah, the East absolutely. region. Look, look at KU's region. I, I get Auburn's good, uh, and then we, you also got Wisconsin, but you got nobody else after that. Yeah, nobody else. And then I, and then also that trash game earlier with USC and Miami. Both teams choked a lot of leads. So. Uh, yeah, what happened? To, I didn't get to watch it. I saw it was really I think, close. I think Miami won by two. They had a big lead early on. USC came back to take a pretty big lead, and then. Uh, vice versa, we have a way around in Miami, one by two. Yeah. So, I'm just trying. I'm just checking Twitter to see if there's any. Um, there's not. There's not a whole lot of action going on right now, but I'm sure. Oh, there, there will oh, be. I'm sure there, there will be. be. Oh my gosh, will it be? Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, do you have any other takeaways from um today or yesterday's games? You do you have anybody who's changing your mind on you know who they you know your final four or. Who you think's gonna win? I, I think mean, Arizona still hasn't played, obviously. Um, just, I, I was really feeling good about the Mountain West uh, hitting into the tournament, but man, they yeah. really disappointed. When you like some of there were a few K State coaches in consideration as well with Nico Medved out of Colorado State. They didn't look too good against Michigan. Uh, what what's his name? Jeff Linder out of Wyoming. Yep. Their offense just looked way too familiar to. Uh, sort of, sort of our offense at times. So, I, I, I think it's out of the picture at this point. Boise State looked, looked sloppy at times against Gonzaga. Uh, San Diego State just couldn't uh, keep, uh, keep up with that lead overall. It was disappointing on the Mountain West part. But, uh, I mean, if you, if, I'll also say this about St. Peter's uh, before we get to some of the other stuff. If you are hitting, if you're trying to have the perfect bracket, I don't, I don't know what what you're living on. Uh, I don't know what you're living on because this is March and this is madness. And with what we saw with St. Peter's last night, I mean, I mean, you could just you could just rip your bra- bracket to shreds. I, I mean, that's what that's what a lot of people had to do with Ohio State, Nora Roberts. Uh, Michigan State, Middle Tennessee, UMBC, Virginia, the list goes on. Yeah, we should mention, uh, we should, uh, if y'all could just send your thoughts over to my dad. He is in Vegas right now. <laughs> so if you want to just, just put it, keep Curtis oh in your mind to wish him the gosh. best of luck. John, he bet, he bet on Oral Roberts last year. So. boy. I know. That's not bad. Yeah, he did. A, he, that was probably one of his better. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, I, dude, I, I'm sorry. I'm just really keeping track of this Chattanooga we, Illinois game. We can't help we're, but do it. I, I think I think if Chattanooga blows this thing to shred. Oh, it, oh, it's uh, okay. I thought it's at halftime at first. If, if it was at halftime and if I was the score, I would have been squealing <laughs> with joy. Twenty, yeah, twenty to seven at halftime. That would have been funny. But uh, that's a score right now. So, a lot of basketball to be played, Blake. There's a lot of basketball, but a lot of exciting, a lot, lot more exciting than I anticipated. Yeah, there... well, more so last night than there was today, but still, it's been very fun. Yeah, it has been a lot of fun. Um, are there any good games on tonight? I'm just trying. Uh, Iowa State LSU still to play. That's I know, gonna be a good one. I know a lot of people are, you know, uh, picking Iowa State to upset there. We still have Seton Hall TCU for the Big Twelve. Um, we did, did mention you... Texas Tech. They also whooped Montana State. So did another... you see the uh, 360 dunk uh, late in the game by I think. Oh, I think I. I don't know. Was it? It might have been Shan- it might have been a a Bannon maybe for Texas Tech, but it was a three six like he did a three sixty dunk and all. It was awesome, but oh, that's cool. they they didn't count it because of a travel, but it was Lame. it was awesome. But uh, it, it, it's been it's been fun so far. That's all I can say. Hope hopefully the women's basketball tournament is fun as well, uh, especially considering our cats are in it. Yeah, it's it's gonna be nice to have a tournament where the cats are in it. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think, John. Is there anything we really? I mean, besides just constantly updating this Chattanooga Illinois game again, twenty to seven, about uh, to getting close to the under eight timeout. Do you got anything you want to say before we hear from Tanner's and hit on some K State stuff? Ooh. A K State sports podcast. Wait, Mox take, by ninety. Mox by ninety. Oh, that's a that's a good Chattanooga. One. Chattanooga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if we've got nothing else, let's go ahead and take a word. Take a break. Take a quick break to hear from Tanners, and then we'll hit on women's basketball, baseball, some K-State sports trivia round three here on the Shake and Blake Show with Blake Crawford and John Grove. And we're back on the Shake and Blake Show with Blake Crawford and John Grove. Just recapped March Madness and continuing to recap March Madness. Um, Duke, the two seed against 15 seed. Cal State Fullerton is up 20 to 9. 11-30 left in the first half there. Chattanooga up 20 to 8, John. 8-15 left. We're gonna keep talking about it. Way to go, Chattanooga! You're making me, you're making me proud, like so, a proud father. Silvio de Sosa, he's on to the, the grass ba- is greener on the other side. America's most famous WWE chair, <laughs> chair wrestler. He's got a chair. He's got a chair. Oh man, did you see earlier today? I'm gonna kind of try and transition to women's basketball. South Carolina women's basketball. They were up 44 to four at halftime oh against Howard. I did not see that. Oh, the men's basketball, they'll allow some of the small teams to score. I've noticed from women's basketball, you almost dropped your computer. I've noticed that. Appreciate the live play-by-play. Of course. Uh, I noticed that in a few women's basketball games up the quarters, they they don't allow any of these teams to go past five points at, at, yeah. some, at some ways or another. Yeah, I mean, ba- women's basketball is still working on parity. I think there's still oh, yeah. it's a fairly top heavy just. Um, I mean, you got league South, in you got, general. You got South Carolina, UConn, Stanford, Stanford North Carolina State, yeah. Texas, Baylor, I and mean, then it kind of just drops off from there. Yeah, it it really does. Um, but yeah, make sure um, we to actually talk about K State. This is crazy. I know. Tomorrow, ten thirty a.m. ESPN two. First round of the tournament for K- the K State women. They're playing Washington State, the eight seed. You know, I mean, I, I, we, we talked about this a little bit in our show, but I forgot to mention it. You know who K State's playing against? 
They're going to play against Washington State, who was led by former K-State assistant, assistant coach Kami Etheridge, yeah. who was Deb Patterson's longtime assistant and former Wildcat head, uh, head lady and the director of pers- player personnel uh, and the program analytics for Washington State. Uh, they're also playing against Laurie Co- Cohen, whose jersey hangs in Bramwich. She's also the assistant head coach for Washington State, so there's a lot of purple on that staff. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to play for on both sides. Both sides are really motivated, I think, to get each other. Um, this is, what, Washington State's second straight time making the tournament. They were unable to win last year. Something to mention, this is what uh, K-State and Washington State have met four times previous. K-State has won all four, mm-hmm. but they, it's the first time they've met since 2009, so it's been a minute. Um, <laughs> no returning players or coach, so uh, a bit a bit different scenario, John. But um, I, I mean, let's I'm, go. Let, I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm yeah, gonna start go this off with, uh, by giving kudos to uh, Etheridge with Washington State. She has orchestrated a remarkable turnaround at WSU, uh, which has traditionally been one of the worst Power Five programs in the country. Uh, last season's NCAA tournament appearance was the first in 30 years. 30 years. Uh, making it two in a row uh, is another step. Uh, Washington State's resu- resume was powered by a high volume of wins uh, that strengthened uh, early with a win over number 25 previously, Gonzaga, and number four, Arizona. Uh, I think the key players, if you want to, uh, for K-State's sakes, um, Crystal Lager, uh, Walker, and also... Uh, Charlise yeah. Lager Walker, uh, the sisters from New Zealand. They're going to be a big part of a reason for Washington State uh, in the NCAA tournament. Uh, the, uh, they lead the. She, oh man, the, the names are kind of difficult, but uh, I think was it Charlise? Charlise? I would say Charlise. Charlise. Okay, Charlise uh, leads the Cougars with 16 points per game, but in last year's NCAA tournament, she scored 18 points. In the Cougars' first round loss, she leaves the shooting from distance and the passing to her sister, Crystal. Uh, she has an assist in 94 straight games, leading, wa- leading Washington State with 134 assists and shoots 35.7% from the arc, second only to Johanna Tedder, uh, Crystal, and averaging four, 7.9 points uh, a game. So those two are definitely going to be a handful for K State. Yeah, Brian Smoller on the Bosco's Boys podcast, when the Scott got to interview him. He compared him to some Bosco boys. <laughs> he compared him to. I mean, he compared Washington State to Iowa State, not quite with their shooting prowess, but in other ways, which is pretty high praise. But I mean, this is still a team, John. You know, they didn't have the finish that you'd hope, especially with all the the. I mean, maybe it was too much hype at the beginning of the season with those wins against um, Oklahoma and Baylor. You know, getting the presenting an opportunity to almost host um, a game in the NCAA tournament, but putting them the number sixteen team. Um, as a four seed, but um, I mean, you still is a team that went up against Texas and gave them everything they had. It was a super hot Texas team, and Texas had to play their best basketball to beat K State. Um, I mean, I still I think the, I like the matchup. Um, they're gonna have a t- there's gonna be a lot of bodies in the paint guarding Aoka Lee. It's just gonna be who around her can set her up, and you know, I mean, I think Brian Smoller put it best. You just gotta make shots. I Got mean, him. you know, you think to the KU game, we go one and twenty-two from three, and they're just daring us to shoot. I think if we can be a threat from the outside, that'll aid the inside game as well, John. Threat being uh, being uh, a threat uh, on the outside, you definitely mention it. Uh, when Aoka Lee's definitely open in the middle, that's where you want to go to, of course. Uh, I don't know if Washington State will have the physicality compared to the likes of Texas and some of the other schools uh, in the Big Twelve have uh, when it comes to guarding Aoka Lee. So. Uh, I think you got to I think you got a point for Washington State. Uh, 
defense that's got to be on Aoka Lee. Well, K-State, you got to be on uh, the uh, Charlize and Crystal out of Washington, out of Washington State. And then offensively, K-State just has to get their shooting going because – I mean, we we've seen it. We see in the past few games, it has struggled, but we did see the Texas game. K State was looking a lot better. Yeah, and then I mean, if, even if to get the chance, you know, we'll hit it. We should talk about if we get there. But if you beat Washington State to get the chance to play NC State, a team you've played previously in the season, and you know, even though it was a twenty point loss, you know, it was still reasonably close going into the fourth quarter. And you know, I think it's an advantage to have gone there before and played in that same arena and played that same team. I think it gives K-State an advantage. Obviously, you know, they'll just be happy to be there. You know, no offense to them, but, I mean, you know, they're playing with house money there against a one-seed um, NC State team, which is going to be you know, really, 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 really tough. Really tough. But, you know, I think the best, you know, I mean, I think people are looking towards the future. The best is yet to come with this team still in the in the future. Of course. I mean, considering the amount of players that we have this year are coming back and – a recruiting class looking strong for Jeff Mitty. He's always been a, a great recruiter for this women's basketball program. Uh, I, I don't see any any reason why K-State cannot contend for a Big 12 title next year. Absolutely. So, um, while, while the future is looking bright, and we, we'll definitely uh, uh, talk about that um, pro- after the NCAA tournament, uh, seeing how, how that result, uh, how that'll go and all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a barn burner. Yeah, I'd like to see, like, Melissa Smith is probably going to the WNBA, which will probably be the number one overall pick. Is Ashley Jones graduating this year? Uh, I can check that out for you. Okay, I mean it'd be cool. I mean Melissa Smith is gonna be gone. Obviously Baylor still recruits well, and they're still a stacked team, so they have plenty of talent. But I mean, you have to give credit to Jeff Mitty as well. After losing Chrissy Carr, your star player, really from last year, Rachel Ranky goes down with an injury. Um, to you know, be able to turn around with these three freshmen, give credit to them for stepping up into star roles their very first season at K State. Um, Ashley, Ashley Jones is a senior from what what I saw on the Iowa State website. So. Sweet. So maybe, maybe maybe get her out of the Big Twelve, and you know, think the door might be a little bit more open for Ayoka Lee to become Big Twelve Player of the Year. She was yeah. up, she was almost there this year. She should have been first team. This uh, and and the AP all all American, right? Was it AP? Yeah, had her on second team. Should yeah, it's just team. the end of the season was you know it was pretty tough for her. I mean, she was still rocky. putting up good numbers for you know for um, if it wasn't Aoka Lee, if you just looked at it in a vacuum, you know they would still be pretty good. Obviously, Serena Sundell should have been freshman of the year. You know, and all the things she leads in over. Yeah. Roy Harmon, Roy Harmon, a great player at Texas, obviously, but I think it should have gone to Sundell the way she played. She had some great games too, even in some of K State's losses, which I mean, it was really sucks, but it is what it is. You know, the individual awards. I'm sure she would rather have a Big 12 title than a Big 12 Freshman of the Year or anything like that. But yeah, again, the women playing at Washington State tomorrow, 10:30 a.m. ESPN two. Be sure to tune in. We sure will. Um, Oh yeah. I'm. I don't. I wish I could check the line on that game. I told my. Um, but just to, out of curiosity, just to see who they see who they have favored in that game. But I mean, either way, it's going to be a good one. Do you have any other thoughts, John? For in, in terms of seeding, Washington State's v eight seed, K yeah. State's v nine. So I think I think well, in terms of seeds, I mean, if we're looking at seeding favorites, you'll have to go with Washington State. But yep. I mean, eight nine is always a coin flip type of game. So uh, can't wait to see the Cats play. Can't can't wait to see K State a part of March Madness. Maybe not maybe not on the men's side, but on the women's side. So uh definitely a lot to look forward to. Yeah, just to update the uh 
NCAA men's basketball oh, March Chattanooga. Madness. Better be bringing me good news. Well, okay, so Arizona and Wright State just tipped off. Um, a couple minutes in, Arizona up 4-2. Duke is beating Cal State Fullerton 22-15. Cal State Fullerton making it a little closer. And our, our Chattanooga boys are – oh, that's not good. Um, well, they're up 12. They're up 22-10. to 10, But Sylvia DeSosa and somebody else already have three fouls. <laughs> Okay. Man, holy crap. Yeah, they're already at nine fouls with like seven minutes left, which has been unfortunate. Yeah, that foul trouble may come back to bite them. They're still up 10. Oh, man, Illinois has been super cold. You'd think they, they'd start shooting a little bit better. Or maybe just relying half. more on Kofi Cokeburn oh, as well. Illinois, 6 of 13 from the free throw line. I mean, 6 of 13. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, th- that's K-State TCU. Three, 3 of 13 from the field. They're that, leaving a lot of points on the table. That's K-State TCU territory around Ooh. there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Chattanooga's just going to have to make some good shots in the second half. Anyway... Um, smooth segue. Uh, I think we can go ahead and move on to baseball, John, who won five in a row. They're back above 500, eight and seven now. And to, and to make things better, uh, talking about baseball right now, K State has four runs on the bottom of a second. Oh, right let's now. go! So the cats are awesome. up. Cats are up four zero. One man on second, uh, with with one out. So uh, things are looking good uh, for K State. They have six hits already. Uh, more hit state with one. So. Um, we'll see what happens. I think K-State's wearing the green jerseys, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what other, what other day you'd on the St. Cat, Catrick's Day. St. Catrick's Day. It was St. Peter's Day yesterday. Yes. It was yeah. St. Catrick's Day. Now it's St. Catrick's Day, Day today. Um, yeah, but they take Omaha 8-4, to four, John. I mean, you love to see it from Dominic Johnson. He's having a heck of a season. I mean, Omaha, you just look at the stats. They're absolutely insane for him. I mean, I'm just looking over it. 422 batting average, 1100 OPS. He's got he's almost he's at a 486 OBP. I mean, he's been the absolute lifeblood of this team in the one hole. Lifeblood, difference maker, whatever you whatever way you want to call it. He's been really the main guy K-State has really got to go to in some of these um late game situations, especially uh in the past this past weekend against uh uh Central Connecticut State. Um but a big win for K-State to get back above 500 uh, with an 8-4 win over Omaha. Notching one run in the first inning, uh, and then they had five in the second. Uh, and they had an 8-2 lead through four innings. Um, but it was it was a great, great win for the Wildcats. Starting pitcher Griffin Hassel picked up his second win of the season after uh, previously uh, um, pitching against Nebraska, I believe. Uh after pitching 5.2 innings, uh, he gave up two hits uh, and two runs while striking out six Maverick batters. Uh, on offense, Josh Nickloff gathered four RBI and four RBIs and three hits thanks to a two-run homer in the second uh, and two-run double in the fourth. Uh, freshman Brady Day also had an impressive day at the at the plate as well. Uh, um, he reached uh, in all five of his bats as well, two um, two of which hit and three. Uh, three uh, coming in uh, of walks as well, so it, it was a it was a great midweek win for the Cats uh, against Omaha. Yeah, and I mean you're going into the Big Twelve with taking four really tough opponents. I think you got TCU, Oklahoma State, Texas, Texas Tech. Two of those on the road. All of those teams I think are top fifteen or better. You also have. Um, like to wrap up uh, this first part non conference play, you got Air Force in the midweek. So yeah, um, but. But, but a lot of a, a lot of a team will be told during conference play, like we've seen in men's basketball, yeah. where things didn't go out too well. 
Uh, oh, K-State scored another run. How oh, about let's that? go. So it's five out cats. Um, but o- overall, it's, it's it's great to see K-State back back above 500. I mean, they they started a little bit rough. I mean, what was it? I think 0-5 to start the season? Yeah. I, that is one thing with the ba- with some of the baseball teams in the northern climate. It takes a while for them to to adjust um, to some to compared to their southern counterparts since they have a warmer weather. K State just did not really have the opportunity to do that, so it took a while uh, to get K State really going. But uh, we're here uh, talking about a 500 team, well above 500 team, and soon a nine and seven team because uh, I don't think K State's gonna put. Uh, I don't think K State's gonna put the uh, Brake pedals on yet? Yeah, I, you'd hope not. I mean, obviously, if the people want to, you know, get updates on the baseball game, I'm sure they'll just tune into it live. So, um, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up. I think for ba- ba- women's basketball and baseball, basketball. Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, Illinois just went on like a. I think it was like a six nothing run. It's twenty two to sixteen now. Chattanooga just uh, called timeout. Just, just uh, actually, I might be a little bit ahead of you. Uh, Three fifty eight left in the first half. Chattanooga twenty seven. Illinois eighteen. Is oh what really? I, is what I have on my phone. So mine might be a little bit. Ahead of yours, but maybe because I mean it is Hulu, so maybe since it's online, it's probably. A bit, I think I might have hit pause a couple of times too. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe you, ref- com- you almost you, your computer almost fell off too. Yeah, and then it went black. So I don't know. Black, maybe so. I'll, I'll refresh. But you know, while we might as well take thirty seconds to hear from Tanner's John while um, I course. refresh my computer, and then we'll talk K State sports trivia uh-uh. round three live on the Shake and Blake Show with Blake Crawford and John Grove. John, I bet you totally forgot about this song. <laughs> I don't think you like this song very much, but I don't care. This is the perfect intro. Because I don't think you're ready for K State Sports Trivia. Okay, I just don't like it. I just you don't, don't like, like doing that. that. I think you just got to give a little bit more of a deeper macho voice, like uh, what what you say, Wildcat Trivia. You said what was that? How you said it? Or oh, K State Sports Trivia. K-State Sports Trivia. K-State Sports Trivia. Yeah, but that's, that's just, right. I don't know, it seems fake. That's right. I just don't have the voice for that, I guess. I can, what, do, I can do it for you over the next few rounds if you need me to. K-State Sports Trivia. Like that? <laughs> You're shaking your head. No. Okay, no. well... Anyway, John, I got 13 questions for you. Um, if you're looking to, you know, catch up, you can take the first two quizzes on Sporkle.com and look up K-State Sports Trivia round one or two. You can take either one of those. First one's 12 questions. Second one is 15. Um, this one is 13 questions, John. I'm not gonna lie. I think this might be the easiest one. There's some. There's one. There's just some ones that are like for funsies. I didn't make it stupidly difficult. Oh man. So um, I, I mean, just the first questions kind of get to me, and then I'll then I'll find a rhythm blade. I think that's how it's been the last two rounds. Okay. Well, I hope you can get this one, John. So, I sure hope so. First question. What? <laughs> that's really loud. <laughs> like an AI robot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A voice crack right like, First question. Okay. John, the date is March 14th, 1981. Oh, no. Rolando Blackman oh, okay. rises up to hit a 16-footer and give the Cats a 50-48 to 48 lead with two seconds left against Oregon what, State. What team? Oregon State. Oregon State is correct. Let's go ahead and uh, hear the madness that incurred that day. Blackman from the 
Kansas State 50, Oregon State 48. DePaul went down, UCLA went down. Let's watch it. The shot put up, no good. And Kansas State, out of the big eight, has knocked off the Oregon State Beavers at Pauley Pavilion. Early on in that commentary, I heard Jankovic, uh, Jankovic, possibly. I don't. I. I don't know if he's going to be the head coach, but I. I honestly put him in consideration. He's done some pretty good work at SMU. I don't think it's to the point where it's Power Five. Well, eighty-one. That's Brad Underwood, right? Uh, was it? I thought it was like the late seventies. I thought I saw Brad Underwood. In maybe there. I could be wrong. I should probably look that up just to be maybe, sure. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, Oregon. Uh, Rondo Blackman hits that shot to beat Oregon State. It's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Oregon State, the number two team in the country at the time of that, and that was that's S- that's. Oh, man. You mentioned they they mentioned in that call UCLA and DePaul going down. That was kind of um, uh, Sports Illustrated, I believe, did an article about that was kind of the day March Madness started because the same time Rolando Blackman hits that shot, two other upsets happen at the buzzer as well. That so was, three games with, with upsets all kind of happen at the same time. It was around the uh, around the post. Uh, oh, what's his name? Wooden well, Wooden error for UCLA yeah. kind of kind of uh, kind of uh, ended, but. It, it it was a it must have been a crazy crazy start to March Madness overall. Yeah, so I don't know. All right, you're know. one for I one. I never I did not anticipate Oregon State to be a basketball power. I know, back then, but here we are. We're talking I, about it. I don't think you'll need the during question music for this one, John. But question two. It just sounds so cool. On the Bosco Boys podcast featuring Jacob Poland, the Bosco he mentions Boys. hating this team because they beat him twice in the tournament in his career. What team is it? <clears throat> I didn't put multiple choice. Twice? Yeah. Wait, which tournament? Big 12 or NCAA? NCAA. NCAA. Well, they lost to Wisconsin. They also lost to Butler. Is it Wisconsin? Is that your final answer? It's probably wrong. Wisconsin Wisconsin is correct. Oh, my. Well, we only played Wisconsin once. No, we, we played. Okay, so we played them after we beat uh, USC. Jacob Pullen's oh, freshman year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yep, that was in Omaha back when May- when Beasley was tearing it up. Yep, yeah. After we beat USC. Okay, well, you're two for two so far, John. Um, I think you you this could be the, this could the be ways, the run. By the way, if you haven't seen the latest uh, Michael Beasley uh, podcast, yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Hope hope he finds hopefully he finds peace and love. Yeah, I, I hope he does. Well, anyway, question three. <laughs> This is just a. Uh, this is a, one of the other questions. Is K State's tournament record above five hundred or under five hundred? I think it's above. Above is correct. There. Yeah. I I I don't think it's going to be like anywhere KU successful, but no. we the fifties and the forties. Those were the golden days. Yeah, it is close. We're thirty-seven and thirty-five. At, oh wow! As it stands okay. right now. All right. All right. I think you can definitely get this next one. You're three for three so far here. Question four. Well, you know, as I always say, it's March and March and it's madness. That so is anything true. You, anything can happen. happen. Who holds the record for most points in a tournament game at K State? I'll turn on the question music for this one. I didn't write down any multiple choice. I did not feel like doing that research. So. Is this historically like back in the 1900s, or is it it's a, in the 20, 20th century? It's in the 21st century. 21st cent- Oh, 21st century. Okay. It's not Poland, is it? Is that your final answer? 
I'm probably wrong, but yeah, let's go ahead. Do you do you have a guess which game? It was it wasn't Wisconsin, was it? It was. Holy crap! I didn't. I did not even know this. Yeah, oh, Jacob Poland put man. up 38 points in a, I believe, 65 to 70 loss to Wisconsin in his final game at K State. I, I remember of a Wyatt Thompson call like Jacob Poland's the all-time leading scorer at Kansas State. That was yeah. a great moment. John, you, I mean, you can't miss tonight. You can't miss. I mean, even when you, you're, I'm probably wrong. Just, just bo- just nonstop. I mean. No, that no, was just intimidating. <laughs> okay, so, um, actually, let's get, let's save this question for the, after this. Okay, that, so, okay, uh, I wish I had the date down, but to, dun, dun, the twenty twenty ten, the twenty ten Sweet Sixteen, we I'll, all know and love. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Dun 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 dun. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So, I'm sorry. Question five. In the twenty ten Sweet Sixteen game versus Xavier. Yes. Um. Two Holloway brings up the court with a few seconds left, down three, and he gets fouled. Shoot. To that's... make all three free throws and send the game to overtime. Yeah. Who fouls him? Clemente? I'll give you I'll give you multiple choice. So uh, Luis Cologne, Dominique Sutton, Ooh. Chris Merriweather, Danny Clemente. He was up on the top of the key, right? Holloway was. He was. He was up uh, beyond the arc. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, Holloway. Yeah, Holloway. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Clemente. You're gonna go with Denny Clemente. That's right. Okay. Well, Denny Clemente is incorrect. Two Holloway. To be fair, Denny Clemente was guarding two Holloway, but somebody on Xavier sets a screen, so they switch. Oh yeah. And Chris Merriweather, who I had to do a surprising amount of research to find out it was Chris Merriweather, was the one who fouled him. Because the oh, picture was so bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you don't remember that game, we go ahead and have like a one-minute recap real quick. Here comes Holloway with the screen. Oh, he's fouled! On the shot! And he's going to shoot three! Before getting in shooting position. First one, good. Second free throw. Good for the tie. And he got it. Pull it in the front court. Two to shoot! Oh! And then we know what happens in overtime, John. 11 to go. Holloway kicks it out. Crawford, 8. Crawford's got to hurry. Up. Oh, no. He tied it. Clemente. Clemente fires. And we're heading to overtime. Jordan Crawford hits the crazy 30-plus footer to send the game into overtime with all that's hope is lost. That's a Mark Q. Snowell crap right there. And then we know what happens in double overtime, John. 18 to shoot, pull it straight away. Bam! He's, He's in shape! shape! All right. Well, yeah, that was, that was, those are just good times. Just, oh. just especially just hearing it out of Gus Johnson. It's like, yeah. it's like an angel. I mean, an, an oh. angel coming out of a CBS broadcast. We, we were truly blessed to have... Gus Johnson on the call for that game. I mean, well, now I he's now he's doing football on Fox. Yeah. Okay. Now. Okay. Well, um, you didn't uh, get that one right, but it was still fun to go back. You're what? Uh, four for five right now. Question six. I think you got this one, John. When was the last time Brad Underwood was in the Elite Eight as you know a player, a coach, oh, a coach? possible assistant coach, maybe an associate head coach? Well, it was certain, that. It was definitely that. So, so certain place. Are, are you saying where, that? Okay, are you saying wait, like just Sweet Sixteen overall? Or sure, 
Okay. Uh, well, I think it's that year. Well, it was the Xavier year, right? Well, I mean, uh, when, you know, John, actually, not to, that is correct. Wow. So Because he, la- <laughs> he was, I was bringing Martin taking over, uh, and uh, after after that, I mean, K-State got to the second round, I and mean, then they played a first round against, like, Syracuse. Yeah. That was just a silly one, just to, you know, just, you know, remind if Brad, if Brad's listening, you know, I don't know if he's got his headphones in during this game. I don't know. At least he's taking a, at least he's paying attention a little bit more. Now. Yeah, he's still down. It's 33 to 29. Um, does Illinois get that shot up? Oh, my goodness. Did he make it? Oh, wow, he did. Blasphemy. So, yeah, now it's 33 to 31 at halftime, so that's going to be a close one. But, you know, just, oh, just thought I'd remind Brad of, you know. Whereas the last time you turned of its success was, I just thought I'd throw that out there. I got two other basketball questions and five yeah, football I mean, ones. Yeah, you want to lose to Loyola, Chicago. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. Or All lose, right. Now you you're, to summon called Chat Nugle. You're five for six, John. Ooh. Question seven. So these are basketball but non-tournament related questions. I just got two of them. Which K-State team is the highest scoring team in history? I got multiple choice for this one, obviously. Okay, go ahead. So we got 1952, 1953. 2009, 2010, 1986, 1987, and 2006, 2007. Again, the team that scored the most points per game in school history over the course of one season. If it was you, not. It's not the last one. Oh, it's uh, not 06, 07. Not 06, 07. You have 86, uh, 87, 09, 010, 52, 53. 86, 87. You're gonna say 86, 87? Yeah. Okay. 86, 87 is uh, wrong. Do you think it's 2009, 2010? Because it isn't. I, I, I knew fi- the, 50, I, the 53s was my next one. Because, I mean, you had you had Rolando Blackman, yeah. one of the top players of all time. Who was it? Was it Lon Kruger leading the Cats back then? In 52, 53? Oh, no. Uh, 86, 87? Yeah. That maybe. would have been Kruger, I think. But that would have been like Mitch Richmond. Those would have been those days. Yeah. But anyway, 52, 53, 81.4 points per game. John, Man. the 9 10 team is second at 79.7. I didn't think anybody would beat the 79.7 uh, for the 9 10 team, but 52-53 did. And then 86-87 is third, 06-07 is fourth at 78.8 and 78 points per game. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to question eight. I can't keep, when you're saying I, like, question. I can't think of these. I'm, I can't keep track of everything. We're going to have to storm through these. When was the last time K-State won a conference tournament? A conference tournament. A conference tournament. Is there is there multiple choices? I didn't put multiple choices. Okay, I'm going to go 1989. Uh, 1989 is incorrect. That's a, tu- that's a tough one. Is it close? Uh, 1980. We mollywopped KU 79-58. to 58. Okay. Rolando Blackman was the most outstanding Okay, player. I wasn't I, – I thought it was – like 1989, I was like, oh man, it's a 1989. I don't know. Why do you yeah, I probably should have given you multiple choice, but that's okay. When it's the pe- okay. That's, that's I, okay. It's, it's, you got to go big or go home at some point. Yep. That's what and, they all say. Yep. And if you want to take this quiz yourself, it'll be up um, probably as soon as I can get it up on sporkle.com. And then follow us on sh- uh, Twitter, Shake and Blake. Not before we finish up these questions. Yeah, obviously. That would be weird. Uh, question nine. We're on to football now. There we go. Obviously, I have to get some football in there with these last five minutes. Um. Okay. What year was the only year K State and KU were ranked when they played each other? Do you want multiple? It's choice? been a long time. Long time. Give me the multiple choices. Okay. Uh, two thousand eight, nineteen ninety five, nineteen seventy eight, nineteen 
32. 1995. Yeah. I didn't write down multiple choice. So you, I made you, 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 were, you had like, uh, yeah, I know. I do that. But that was point. the one year, the only year they were ranked. I know K State won that game. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of a shame. Such a weird rivalry we have with those little Jayhawks. All right, John. What is the longest losing streak in K State football history? Just in terms of number 26, 27, 28, 29. Say that again. Longest losing streak K State football history 26, 27, 28, 29. 26? 26? 26 is sadly <sighs> and it is no. 28. And it's, yeah, the eight through 86 through 88, we went 0, 26, and 1. But I believe, what do I, from 1945 to 1948, we lost 28 straight games. And I believe during that stretch, our record went under 500, where it has never gotten, like, we've never gotten above 500 since then. Oh, but we will. We will eventually. All right. So. Okay, question 11. What was that? You I was trying to count them to see which question like, it was. Oh, oh it? my gosh. I can't talk to myself now. Who is the all-time interceptions leader at K-State? Chad May, Lynn Dickey, Josh Freeman. How about this for a name? Daryl Ray, Rick, uh, Ray Dickey. So, all-time interceptions leader. So Daryl, Ricky, Chad May. Josh Freeman, Lynn Dickey. Josh Freeman, Lynn Dickey. Are you, are you talking about in terms of, like, Throwing interceptions. Number of interceptions in a career. Let's go with Freeman. You're going to go with Josh Freeman? Josh Freeman is incorrect. Blasphemy. It is Lynn, Dick- is Lynn Dickey with a whopping 64. Oh, man. Yeah. I hope Adrian Martinez does, does, does not reach that record. Josh Freeman has like 34, I think. Well, the next closest is like 39 or something. He has it by a mile. Man. And then this is also a fun one. According to College Football Reference, uh, he also has the least rushing yards in K-State history with negative 429. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. Man. That is brutal. That's... All right, we got two more for you, John. I'm Question. Kind of falling off a little bit. 12. Yeah, you have fallen off a little bit, but these these are definitely a lot tougher. Oh, this one's really hard. <laughs> how, does that, how does that help? Uh, of the 10 teams in the Big 12 at the moment, how many of those teams do we have an all-time series lead against? Oh, okay. I like this question. I think we have a series lead against TCU. Texas Tech. I'm going to go with two. Oh, that was a little abrupt. Two is correct. Yeah. TCU and Texas T- Tech. TCU and Texas and I Tech. Think, and I think we're tied with West Virginia. So. Yeah, we are tied with West Virginia. Six and to six. down one to Baylor and down two to Texas. Yep, yeah. 13, we should not be down two to Texas. Yeah, 13 and nine against Texas Tech, eight and seven against TCU. You mentioned the other ones. All right, one more question, John. Question 13. <laughs> this one's really silly. Are you silly. okay? This one's really silly. If K-State went 13 and 0 every single year, Starting in the 2022 season in the fall, what year would we have an over 500 record all time? 2020. What's our record right now? Um, oh, I don't have it pulled up right now. We have Jeez, six. That's that's helpful, Blake. We have 652 losses. 652 so, losses, and well, you but you can't just do the math. Okay, so but it's 2028, 2029, 2030, or 2031. Uh, okay, so we're 539, 652. What were the options? 
2028 through 2031. 20... 2031. That is correct. Yeah, week 10 of 2031 would make us 653, 652, and 41. It would take us like... Eight, almost nine years. That's going to be when Blake get, gets all the gray hair going. Yeah, that'll really get, get all the gray hair. Okay, uh, well, I mean, that was a pretty good round of trivia, John. I think it was a pretty good yeah, show. It's a, yeah, it's a good one right I mean, there. You, I think we uh, did a pretty good job recapping March Madness and stuff. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at ShakenBlake312. Follow the podcast uh, to catch our online exclusive episodes where we've been the last couple of weeks. And um, make sure to watch the women tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. ESPN2. I don't think I'm missing anything else, John. Baseball. Baseball as well. And uh, Cats by 90, John. Mox by 90. Mox by 90.